Welcome to the Global Watch Prayer Podcast. Thank you for joining us as we build community in prayer to empower the church from local expressions to global connections. For more information and resources on the Global Watch, visit theglobalwatch.com. Welcome everyone to the Tuesday, 6 a.m., November 16, Global Watch call, Jerusalem time. And we have Prairie Oregon hosting this call. Our focus is going to be on eugenics. And we've asked Dan to share with us some background and lead us into some discussion that will facilitate our prayer. So, Dan, I'll turn it over to you. Oh, okay. Thank you, Peter. So, I'm going to give you a background of an overview of what we're going to be doing here locally in the next two days. And then I'm going to give you some idea of maybe why God is doing this here. And it came up suddenly. But what we're going to be doing is working on removing spiritual barriers, leading hopefully to the demolishing of abortion law in in America, not just in Oregon where we live, but this is for America. And any remnants of eugenics law and other laws that, that, that basically seek to take life and the lines of families and transmission of inheritance. Background is our, our sister Diane from IHOP K Kansas City contacted us about a week ago. So the Holy Spirit's prompted me to do this. So it's come together very quickly. And she's come in to release repentance over the history of eugenics in, in this state, because there was a prominent promoter of eugenics in this state who helped to get on the laws here and in Washington state as well. And also she's coming to um, grieve over the land release of father's heart over the state and over portland where i live as well which you may have heard has been got particularly hard hit in uh rebellion last year and is still being beaten up by rebellion and violence and that's the summary of what we're going to be doing now tomorrow is going to be focused on eugenics a team from the portland area will be going out with diane to the northern oregon coast where we're meeting up with a team of coastal intercessors and there we will do some repentance that we expect is going to see Abba release the land from strongholds from that eugenics movement, and even earlier roots of wickedness. We also believe that will probably weaken, maybe even destroy many of the roots and tentacles of witchcraft in Oregon, which has a rich history here in Oregon, as it does probably most places. Was there a question? Okay. Ultimately, okay, thank you. Yeah, ultimately, believe we believe this is going to clear some things away. Um, for a Supreme Court case, the Dobbs court case is coming up before Supreme Court on December 1st. And that court case could lead to the toppling of Roe v. Wade, which was the Supreme Court approved case where abortion entered at a federal level in America and became normative. And so we're praying for the overturning of that. Many have been praying for decades. And so we believe this is part of God's greasing the skids for that. On Wednesday, the focus is gonna be here in Portland. Like I said, grieving over strategic sites that were hard hit, as well as maybe some high places and other places that the Lord shows us where we've seen a lot of rioting and Antifa and rebellion over the past 18 months but portland has as far as i understand the oldest antifa cell in the nation so the the history of rebellion here is long 
and our team is going to cry out believing God's going to re release a greater move of his glory. He's already begun. He's doing amazing things in the city. His presence is here, but there's a greater move of glory coming. And we're believing that the veils over the minds of people are going to be removed. Portland has the Portland metro area has about 43% of the population of Oregon in this one area. So like many states, one, two key cities, if the enemy controls them and the thinking there, he can pretty much control government. So a shift of thinking here is huge for the government to, because the government will follow. And so we're going to be doing that on Wednesday. And we would love your prayers, seeing that God is God's glory will be released and freedom brought to the captives. And we ask you to sow and, and pray into that with us. That said, before I share some prayer points, I'm going to read some prophecies Cindy Jacobs has made over the years that may uh, illuminate why now and why this. In 2003, she said, I'm going to cause a revival of New Agers in in washington and i believe that applies to us as well the occult is coming down and the kingdom of god is ascending i'm going to bring the witches and warlocks and satanists into your churches they're going to get saved oregon specific words that new age spirit is going to come down it's going to follow you're going to even see it happen in government places the state is going to begin to shift from left to right that's in 2010 again 2010 this will be a pro-life state this will be a state that stands for sanctity of life in every way. Exposure of human trafficking, Oregon will be a beacon of justice and righteousness for the nation. So these are the words that Lord, the Lord has prophesied uh, through Cindy and many others have had prophecies as well that we believe are beginning. Some have already begun to come, come to fulfillment, but some are, I think, the, the full manifestation may be on the horizon here. And um, with that, let me share the prayer points. So we've got five prayer points here, uh, three around mission. We want to pray into the facilitating the removal of wickedness. In particular, witchcraft is a form of that wickedness uh, that is really the undercurrent that even fueled the writing and everything here. And I saw it with my own eyes. It, it is witchcraft. And it allowed is allowed eugenics, abortion, other kinds of rebellion, uh, and specifically here attacks on life and on the inheritance. He's going after the seeds of righteousness. The enemy is, uh, and that came into our land. So we want to remove that. So pray into that. We want to see this pave the way for the overturning of Roe v. Wade. And again, the toppling of abortion laws while releasing at the same time, awakening revival and reformation. So toppling of laws does no good without the righteousness of God coming. So we need that as well. And we're asking for God to confirm this mission and what we're doing with signs in the natural and wonders and miracles. And he's done that before. He'll do it again. So we're asking him to do that. And then for the team, just pray protection, covering health, energy, provision, the usual things, including for the intercessors and families. And then we're asking specifically for clarity, and that means discernment too. We, we want to be sharp in tune with the Holy Spirit tomorrow and on Wednesday and for courage to, to trample on fear and be strong and courageous and quick obedience. Those are the five prayer points. Peter, can you share them out again in the chat? And then I think you wanted to, to go into breakouts to pray, if I remember correctly. I'll stop sharing my screen here. Thank you, Dan, so much.
Yeah, let's take a little bit of corporate time to pray before we go into the breakout room. I want to invite some of the Prairie Oregon folks that have prepared some scripture and have a prayer on your heart to just go ahead and unmute and pray out. And in a few minutes, we'll go to the breakout rooms. This is Linda. The verse that I'm looking at right now is Joshua 1.9. And I know it's well known by us, but it still stands as it says strong. Be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land. I swore to their forefathers to give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you and do not turn from it to the right or to the left that you may be successful wherever you go. Do not let this book of the law depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will prosper and you'll be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you be strong and courageous? Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. And I just want to pray into that word. I thank you, Lord Jesus, who you are. You're with us, you're in us, you surround us, Lord Jesus, and you go before us. I thank you that you have called us to be bold and strong, courageous, because you are our head and we are the body of Christ. Lord, teach us how to pray, help us to hear you. We want to follow your directions as, um, and just intensify our hearing and ability to go without fear. May you just bring peace upon hearts, and I pray that for the mission that's happening here in Oregon, to the lands that have been taken over by the enemy coming in, we're asking, we're praying to take them back, because it is your land, it is not evil, it is for your good, Lord, and for your people, Lord Jesus, so we're praying for your mercy and your grace, that um, we'll stand and we won't fall back. But we were bold in you, Lord, and take back what you have died for, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. I would like to share a scripture that the Lord unveiled to me before we started as we were beginning this plan. And it just, it really highlighted the, some of the strongholds that we have been dealing with. But this is from Elias, 1 Kings 18, 21. Elijah came near to all the people and said, how long will you halt and limp between two opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal, then follow him. And the people did not answer him a word. And I just really sense that we're like that right now as a people group. Our people have been caught between Christianity and the world's ways or actually uh, worshiping Baal. And we're actually working, we're going to be going into the enemy's camp and where there is a fair amount of Baal worship as well as Satanism. I just want to read verse 30 now. Then Elijah said to all the people, come near to me. And all the people came near him and he repaired the old altar of the Lord that had been broken down by Jezebel. Then Elijah took 12 stones according to the number of the tribes of the sons of Jacob, to whom the word of the Lord came, saying, Israel shall be your name. And with the stones, Elijah built an altar in the name 
and self-revelation of the Lord. When we do this, we're going to be planting a stake to take care uh, as a symbol of like the temp, the peg through jail, or when jail put the tent peg through the temple of Cicero. It's not Cicero, but anyway, she put down evil. She killed the evil. She killed the enemy. And so we're, we are going to put a, a tent peg in the ground symbolizing that. And we are going to bury this eugenics. And we have a rock from Mount Carmel from Israel. And we are going to put that in the grave as a symbol of the battle between the prophets, of, between Elijah and the prophets of Baal. And we are going to overcome. So we know we're going into the enemy's camp. We know we win. But so Lord Jesus, I thank you that as we're looking at this in the natural, that you have given us a type and foreshadow of this. And we just, we come like uh, Elijah did in the name of the Lord. And, and there is no, no other God than you. And the prophets of Baal couldn't do it. But you, oh God, just caused that sacrifice to burst into flame. And we're not burning a sacrifice, but we are establishing your name, your word, your purposes in this land. And Lord, is that we are dealing with the earliest roots of eugenics that I know of in our nation. We ask in Jesus' name that the whole bloodline that has followed those earliest decisions be rooted out across the face of the earth. We thank you, Lord, for the, the holiness that goes with this move. We ask, Father, that you are the one who is with us and that you guide us and that you establish us and that when we speak the word, it is finished. In Jesus' name. Amen. I'd like to share a scripture that was highlighted to me when you guys told me about this. It's Psalm 12 in the Passion Translation. And I'm going to start in verse four. I'm thinking of the early roots of the eugenics, the doctors that were deceived and started into this. And this is a prayer. May they be silenced those who boast and brag with their high-minded talk about doing whatever they want. And then in verse five, it says, but the Lord says, now I will arise. I, and this is what leapt in my spirit when we learned of Diane from IHOP coming to repent and to take back the land for God in this, with this truth. This is for her. <laughs> She, this is what she is bringing. But the Lord says, now I will arise. I will defend the poor. Those who were plundered, the oppressed and the needy who groan for help. I will arise to rescue and protect them. For every word God speaks is sure and every promise true. His truth is tested, found to be flawless and ever faithful. It is pure as silver, refined seven times in a crucible of clay. Lord, you will keep us forever safe. And this is now my prayer for the teams going in on Tuesday and Wednesday. You will keep us safe out of the reach of the wicked. 
even though they strut and prowl, tolerating and celebrating what is worthless and vile and what has been celebrated and tolerated for generations with this. You will still lift up those who are yours. And I pray the blood of Jesus over this whole endeavor. Jesus, you came to give life more than abundantly. The thief came to steal, kill, and destroy. But we are taking back what is rightfully ours. And we thank you for the more abundant life and the lives that will be saved. Mm -hmm. To understand your, how much you treasure and value life. So I pray for the team going in, for your protection on them as well. Thank you in Jesus' name. Mary, could you say that reference again, please? Psalm 12, and I went, I started with 4b, and I went through verse 7 in the Passion Translation. Go ahead and put any other references in the chat for everyone. That would be great. Go ahead, Charlotte. Uh, with the far-reaching effects of all that this is covering brings to mind the story of David and Goliath in 1 Samuel 17. And it's, he just went with what he knew, which was his God. And he says, you come with power and strength and with your giant stuff. And I'm just coming in the name of the Lord. We're taking back for righteousness what is God's. And I just pray that we would go in with a humble spirit, just our eyes totally on God, just doing what he says. I mean, it doesn't take a whole lot of people. It doesn't, doesn't take a giant to kill a giant. But we can come as David. Lord, give us a heart of David as we go in there, the ones that are on the team, just to go in there in, with our eyes upon you, Lord, that they would hear you clearly and you would order the footsteps and that you would get your name glory that this goliath would be taken down in the name of jesus christ and father i thank you that no weapon formed against this team or anything anyone concerning them or the air force that's supporting them or anyone connected with any one of us no weapon formed against us will prosper and the Father, you will raise us in place of this evil that's been on our land. And Lord, we do, we repent. And we say, forgive us for not coming against this to begin with, God. Forgive us as a nation in Jesus' name. And we say, be glorified in this whole situation, God, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Yeah, Father, I just thank you, Lord. I thank you for the privilege and honor of being your children. I thank you for the privilege and honor of being part of bringing your kingdom yeah. here, that we were charged to go preach the kingdom of God has come near. We were charged to go preach repentance, and we were charged to go release your kingdom. We were charged to be vessels of your glory, and I just thank you for the privilege of being vessels of your glory and holy spirit i just ask for a mighty move of god a mighty outpouring and for the will of god to be done in all efforts i ask for this to touch not only oregon and and washington dc and all of this nation but all of the world that somehow this would sow into the righteousness the kingdom of god being released into all of the world 
in Jesus' mighty name. And I see brothers and sisters from Germany and Israel. I pray that over Germany and Israel, that our, our brothers and sisters there, that what is sown here will be sown in Israel and in Germany as well, in Jesus' name. And Rachel as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you, Father, for no bounds and no time, but you made them. And so thank you, Father, for the seeds of righteousness being sown all across the world. Yes. Amen. We'll have about 20 minutes in the breakout rooms, and we'll see you back here after that. Welcome back. Thank you for praying together. Any reports from your groups that you'd like to share with everybody? Just a personal uh, thing that the Lord might have impressed on you or uh, that you'll take away from tonight that you'd like to share with the group? I'll say, Peter, that we had a powerful time of prayer, and I really appreciate all my brothers and sisters that prayed over us. And there was one thing that came up at the end that I think is really important for us to keep praying, and that's unity instead of division, because the enemy always tries to come in in division. And so that really impressed upon me to continue praying for unity. Thanks, Dan. Yeah, I was telling Dan that as we were praying, I just felt the sense that this is going to be a victorious battle that the Lord is going to show himself strong and there's going to be a big movement of God and you will see it. Amen. Thank Hallelujah. you. And you're in California, if I remember right. Is that right? Yeah, California is going to see it. It's already seeing it. It's going to see it more. We're so grateful for you guys, for the team, and so grateful for God for doing this, for bringing it into this time and, and space of it being addressed. I'm so grateful. We're truly grateful to all of you for covering us. And we are feeling victorious before we even go in because we're coming in the name of the Lord. But it just is so encouraging to have the prayer cover. So thank you. Your words are awesome. Yeah. When you guys are there, will you please pray for the pastors? Pray for the pastors that they will become emboldened to be able to speak truth to their congregations because this is a subject that has become unpopular even in the body of Christ and it needs to come to the forefront and God needs to work through his people and so we need that those pastors to speak up and be brave and bold and not worry about conforming to the world because that's not our that's not us to do amen thank you for praying for them good word good word another little thing about what we're doing is there's just been such uh, one of the things we'll be repenting for is the twisting of medical truth and how that has spun off into our modern day medical system. And we've sure seen it during the coronavirus. It has been ugly, but hopefully when we pull the roots out, there will be an opportunity to set things right. And the truth would set our doctors free and our medical system free. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, in addition to this being victorious, I had this impression about David coming to kill Goliath, and he was also knowing he is victorious from the beginning, of, because God is his God, and so I thought it's good to remind this, yeah, that you go like David. Thanks, Christine. Yes, it's so important not to go in their own strength, but in the power of the blood of Jesus. We receive that. I'm giving you Psalm 5 over you, if you can. Psalm 5. Thank you, Esther. Okay, thank you all for joining tonight. Jesus, we, we just are grateful for revelation, that what's on your heart we would partner with. And 
Thank you for helping us to approach your assignments with a sense of, of awe of who you are and awe that we get to participate with the Lord of the universe in advancing your kingdom. Father, we look to you to fully accomplish what you want, even beyond what we've glimpsed yet through our daily walk with you, whether it's um, something on your calendar for us that we don't know about ahead of time, where we get to share with somebody, whether it's a personal encounter by your spirit that you download to us something that we'll need in order to accomplish your purposes, whatever ways that you want to work Lord, We just say, Isaiah, here we are, send us, that we will be your salt and light in the world, that not only will we be changed and our families changed, and the congregations that we're a part of will be changed, but even that that would extend out to change nations, to change the world in a way that you are Lord get the glory, you get the inheritance that you deserve, Jesus. So we do honor you and commit our way to you. Thank you, Lord.